welcome to Single Mom Mindset, the podcast, a place for choice moms, donor-conceived people, and non-traditional families. Now let's do this thing. Welcome back to the show. Today is a very special day because it just happens to be my birthday. And honestly, I was thinking about skipping an episode just for this week, but There's a subject that's just been weighing on me so much because I'm asked about it so frequently, and that is finances. How the fuck does someone who is not getting a Sandra Bullock-sized paycheck afford to actually do this? Now, I know you might be shocked to hear this, but I do not get a Sandra Bullock-sized paycheck yet. Not today. Maybe one day we're working towards it. Okay. But that's not my reality. hasn't been my reality and it isn't for the majority of us. Okay. So if you're thinking that that is the only way that women successfully do this whole single mom by choice thing, you are mistaken. Fortunately mistaken in this case, right? Because it just means that there is a chance that you can make this work like the rest of us. Um, now, I just want to touch on something really quickly, and that is a huge giveaway that I'm doing in a way to celebrate my birthday with each and every one of you. So, if you are somebody that has been considering single mom mindset, the course, and have kind of been on the fence about it, not really sure if you're ready to dive in, well, today is the day because I am offering the course for free for the first person to jump in today. As soon as I send the email or announce it on my Instagram stories, the first person to enroll is going to get a full refund and therefore get full free access for a lifetime and all of the additional things that are added to the course and so forth. Yeah, you're going to get that entirely for free. So if you've been on the fence, the time is now. Jump in, get in there ASAP. Um, Keep your eyes open for when I announce that in my emails and my Instagram, Instagram stories and so forth, because today is the day. And with that said, we speak about finances quite a bit in the single mom mindset, but we also talk about so many more things that are equally as important in my opinion. And that is learning how to manage our mindset, learning how to set boundaries, learning how to navigate family members or friends that just don't fucking get what the hell we're doing. Like, why not just find a man? What's wrong with you? Um, Because if you're like the majority of us, that is something that you're going to face and or you have already faced and you're not really sure how to navigate it, which makes sense. It's a difficult topic and a lot of people don't get it. And if you're not given the proper tools, it can be super hard to navigate with these family members or people that you love. So you're given those tools. You're going to learn how to navigate these conversations. You're going to learn how to navigate doctor's appointments, how to go into your child's classroom confidently and tell them your story. You're going to learn how to navigate um, Father's Day at school and pizzas with dad and things like that when your child doesn't have a dad because you're a single mom by choice. Um, There's so many things that most of us before embarking on this journey don't even realize are things that you need to think about or things that are going to come up. And 
because it took me so long, it took me over three years before I actually committed to taking on this journey. Uh, because I was Googling like a freak, I was constantly asking questions. I would book an appointment at the fertility doctor and then I just wouldn't go in because I'd be too nervous. And it was like, what am I actually doing? And I didn't have friends. Like none of my girlfriends did this. I didn't have a cousin who's done it and I could just freaking ask her a billion and one questions. There's no um, books on the topic that cover A through Z. So it was so frustrating and I felt like I was just like a hamster on the wheel, just going and going and going and kind of just exhausting myself. I know that is something that is so familiar to many choice moms that I have had the honor of meeting throughout this journey. And with that, it gave me the courage to create the course because it's something that each and every one of us agrees we wish we had before we, like just the moment we decided to embark on this or when we were even toying with the idea of embarking on this journey as a choice mom because it gives us the answers the confidence, the language, the resources, everything that we need and are looking for is in single mom mindset. And that is why to celebrate with you, one special one of you, um, to celebrate my birthday, I'm going to be giving you access for absolutely free. So again, keep your eyes open. And if you don't get that freebie, it doesn't mean that you should miss out. The course is still there and you're still going to love it. I can guarantee you. Um, shoot me a DM if you have any questions, whatever it may be. Maybe I can answer some questions here on the podcast or on Instagram, Instagram live, whatever it is. Um, I'm here to add value and to really help you out because I've been where you are and I think that it's my duty and my passion truly to just be your friend through all this, to be your girlfriend and just hold your hand through it, you know, because I I wish that I had had that and this community that we have built since I've started sharing my journey is incredible and if we can all just learn from each other, it's such a gift. So... Yes. So now let's dive into the financial aspects of being a choice mom. I am currently not raking in several million dollars a year. So no, that's not my circumstance. And it's not the circumstance of most of us. But something that really stuck with me early on as a mom, even before I had Leo, was my grandmother, who has now passed, she said something to me, and it was so simple at the time, but it's such a beautiful thing that has stuck with me since, and that was, God will provide. When it comes to your children, as long as you are positive and you lean on him, your children will be provided for because you're going to find a way and you need to just trust. And it, it's it been true for me um, and for the majority of the moms, again, that I have been so lucky to meet. It's just, I think so many of us think, oh my God, but I, I want my child to have really nice things. And 
what if we don't have, uh, you know, name brand snacks all the time? And what if my kid's wearing nothing but Walmart leggings or, you know, department store leggings or, you know, whatever it is, you know, because, oh, what a shame that would be. And, you know, they're not wearing, uh, oh my gosh, I don't know. I can't even think of whatever specifics, but honestly, they'll be okay. <laughs> like, I don't know about you, but I didn't grow up with fancy name brand things. And, you know, the majority of my haircuts growing up were freaking bowl cuts that were horrendous. Whether they were paid for or not, they were jacked up. Like, who are we kidding? I should pull up some pictures for you guys and post them on Instagram. They weren't good, whether they were paid for or not. So, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many things that we think because society tells us they are important things that they're they're not. They are irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. And I used to be embarrassed to say, yeah, you know, like I got Riley 10 pairs of freaking leggings at Walmart. They're the ones that she likes. She has a little bit of a sensory thing. She doesn't like things with lots of tags and she doesn't like sweatpants. She will not wear jeans. She will not wear, she doesn't find those things comfortable. I've bought her them. I've bought her lots of name brand things and expensive things and she likes the $5 leggings from Walmart. So she gets $5 leggings from Walmart because guess what? I've bought $50 jeans from Old Navy and she freaking hated them. So it's, I don't know, it's just one of those things like it's so unimportant and you know another thing that is actually something that's being added to the single mom mindset course um, is, a, is a lecture on childcare. And this is a funny one because for me, this was a lesson I had to learn the hard way. And it was that I believed like, oh, she's got to go to a private daycare. It's going to be fucking expensive. I'm going to make it work, but it's going to be the best of the best because I'm going to be paying for the best, going to be top dollar. So it better be quality care, right? Okay. Well, she enrolled, like, well, I enrolled her there when she was about 15 months old-ish. She was there, I think I I pulled her out when she was about three-ish. Again, don't quote me, like, all these timelines are, like, I'm tired, okay? Um, but give or take that timeline. But while she was there, okay, they were great for the most part. There were some pretty gnarly hiccups when it came to um, visitation with my ex and so forth that they they royally dropped the ball. But um, the biggest thing was when I was called while I was on my way to go pick her up after work one day and they called me and I missed it because I was driving. And when I got there, they're like, oh my God, we called you, you didn't answer. Okay, whatever. And then like, what's wrong, obviously. And they tell me that, well, she has fallen and she's frantically crying. She's distraught. She's being incredibly overdramatic. That word, <laughs> overdramatic, was then used to describe how she was crying and acting multiple times. Okay. Now I'm thinking, okay, she got hurt. She's not really a dramatic child. She's never like over dramatic and ridiculous. So I'm confused. And it turns out I bring her home 
and I'm trying to get her out of her car seat and she screams in agony. So I know, okay, this ain't drama. Like she's hurting, there's a problem. So we run upstairs because we're living in an apartment at that time. We run upstairs, grab some food because I know we're gonna be sitting in the emergency room probably for the rest of our lives. Grab some snacks, grab some toys and we go. Emergency tells us almost immediately, because it was fast, because she was in agony, that she had fractured her collarbone. No, she wasn't being dramatic or obnoxious or trying to be difficult or bother anyone. She actually had a fractured, clean fucking break of her collarbone. My poor child. And yeah, so I told them that that had happened and it was like, oh my God, really? <laughs> really? I can't believe that, was the reaction. Um, and then they boarded up the place that she was climbing on so that no other children, I guess, snapped their collarbone. But no big, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We didn't realize none of that. It was just, a, oh yeah, huh, crazy. So that was the way things were dealt with at a incredibly overpriced daycare facility. So if you're like me and believe that if you're paying top dollar, it means you're gonna get top service, it's not necessarily true. So just put that one, like put that idea to rest because it's not necessarily true. So um, something that is also added into that part of the module in Single Mom Mindset is going to be the things that you actually need to be looking for in a childcare facility or with um if you decide to have a nanny or an au pair because another thing that people don't believe is that nannies or au pairs can actually be affordable and sometimes they actually end up being more affordable than a daycare so yeah it's something worth researching because obviously different areas different countries wherever you're tuning in from different provinces states whatever obviously things may be different where you are so i can't guarantee that that could be an option for you but i certainly recommend when it comes to childcare, doing your research really crunching those numbers asking friends and neighbors and co-workers and people for references because it could really pay off in the end and trust your gut i promise it'll pay off but yeah, another thing is working on your money mindset. And it's something that I've actually had to do a lot of work on on my own as well. So I highly recommend it because many of us have these mindset blocks that we don't even realize we have. And if you are somebody like me, um, growing up, I didn't have, well, we, we had periods of like my parents were making good money and then there was periods where things weren't so great. And then when my parents split up when I was 12, 11, I don't remember, um, things were tougher a bit because my mom was then a single mom and my dad was then living with, um, who's now my stepmom. So they were going through like a transitional period and trying to get back up on their feet and just things weren't great for a while at either house. Um, and with that said, I ended up having these deep rooted issues around money and scarcity mindset and just worrying and then money was an icky thing. And then I'm sure you know how it is when your parents separate or for most parents, um, there ends up being financial fights and all that just ickiness. Um, 
it just becomes rooted in your subconscious and just thinking that money is icky or, you know, maybe you don't have any of those experiences, but growing up, your parents would talk about how, ugh, rich people, ugh, look at this fucking douche with his Lambo, ugh, what a loser, you know what I mean? And it's, we think like, oh, haha, you know, it was just a little comment, but if it's something that they spoke about so frequently, we take these little nuggets of information and we just store them. Don't even really acknowledge them because half the time we don't even realize them on a conscious level and we store them and they become subconscious beliefs that ew, money makes me gross money. If I am rich, I'm going to be some douchey guy in a Lambo. That's, you know what I mean? Like some flashy, whatever, not that Lambos are douchey, but you get what I mean? That it's, if you have that kind of money, you're a jerk or you're greedy or you're, I don't know, uh, rich guys cheat on their wives or, you know what I mean? Whatever kind of just bullshit narratives that you may have heard. It could have been in a movie when you were a kid and you just somehow or for whatever reason your subconscious just attached to that belief you may have some serious subconscious things going on with your money mindset and abundance mindset. So it's something that I highly recommend doing the work on because it really helped me unpack a lot of bullshit that I believe to be true for no reason at all. So um, yeah, because then you can also unleash possibly some creative ways that you can start bringing in more financial freedom and bring money more your way if you start to unlock these or release these beliefs that you have and create a healthier way of looking at money and understanding that money doesn't make you an asshole automatically if you're an asshole when you're poor do you know what I mean but there's a lot of things that can really change in your life if you do that work. And it all strings together with being a single mom by choice or even by circumstance. Because for me, for many years, I was a single mom by circumstance and money was rough sometimes. We had some tough months too. Doing the work helped me realize that, you know, I can attract more positivity, more money, more opportunity, more creative opportunities in my life that truly make me happier, but also provide for my family. So um, I think I just want to encourage you to just really do some of that work. And if you need some guidance with that, just keep your eyes and ears open because I'm going to be offering a new thing in um, in the new year. But Again, it's not announced. Nothing is available right this second. But just, uh, yeah, keep your eyes open on for that one. Because once it's available, I'll certainly let you know. But yeah, when it comes to um, raising kids as a single mom by choice, single mom by circumstance, something that I've learned is you're going to figure it out. <laughs> Now, I don't recommend jumping into um, choice motherhood if you're really struggling, if you're really in a in a bad way. Obviously, that's probably not the best time. Um, if you're between jobs and really trying to figure things out, it's probably not the best time. 
However, something that has recently been brought to my attention is during the pandemic, what has happened is there has been a huge wait time for um, donors, donor sperm, uh, donor eggs, uh, donor embryos. There's been a lot of waiting for clinic visits and so forth, treatments and um, yeah, there's, it's just, there's been a lot of waiting. So if it's something that you're thinking about doing, there's no time like the present to just get the ball rolling. It doesn't mean that you have to do anything right away. But I highly recommend, especially if age is a factor, um, not to stress yourself out because cortisol is not going to help you. Don't stress. But if you feel like, you know, time may be coming to a point where you really need to get things going, I do recommend getting started sooner than later just to get things in order, getting some of the ducks in a row, if that makes sense. But yes, financially, if you're not um, in the best position, maybe it's not the time. However, if you're thinking, okay, but it will be the time when, you know, I have $50,000 in my bank account, when I have this perfect house, when I have, you know, uh, this student debt completely paid off, or when I have, I don't know, X, Y, Z that you have made yourself believe is the perfect scenario for starting this journey. I'm here to tell you that that perfect scenario, perfect timing, perfect um, amount of money in the bank account, whatever doesn't exist. It is a lie. It is a false narrative that you are telling yourself because there is no perfect time. There is no perfect anything. If you are not feeling ready, then it's not the time. But if you are feeling like mm, this might be, you know, like I'm feeling like I'm getting ready, but mm -hmm, the home that I have is not, you know, where would the nursery go? And, you know, how would I set up their perfect room? And you know what I mean? Like if those little unimportant things are becoming important, to you and you, you're making them a factor, um, I think it's time to rethink it. I think it's time to jump into the course. I think it's time to really do some work because those perfect times, those perfect scenarios are just never gonna happen because they don't exist. So for anyone, including Sandra Bullock, okay? And I'm, I use her as an example because she ended up being a single mom by choice kind of influenced by circumstance but she's raising her children as a single mom by choice and she did from the very beginning um and yeah she's wealthier than most of us i mean i'm doing it so many incredible women that i've met along this way are doing it and making it work and we all come from so many different walks of life and that's what's so exciting and so fun to share their stories um, in the new year, I think is when the new one's gonna, like another episode is going to come out. I don't know, it's holiday mode right now. So like what day is today? I don't even know what time it is. I don't know what's going on anymore. I've lost all sense of reality. I'm sure you're with me too. Um, but yeah, 
next episode, so next Thursday, whatever date that is, um, I have another mom coming on that's going to tell her story also. She's actually a fellow Montrealer. I'm really excited to hear her story. But yeah, we there's all different careers. There are different just walks of life, different villages that we have that are helping us. And some of us have lots of help. Some of us don't. Some of us drive really nice cars. Some of us don't. Some of us have beautiful, spacious homes on big properties. And some of us are living in apartments that, you know, maybe aren't as spacious, but are a home. Okay. And none of us is more valid. None of our families are better or worse because of those those aspects that really don't fucking matter at the end of the day it's such bs that we force on ourselves and as a society we make this a thing it's not a thing honestly there are families that are so happy and it's because it's because they're loved because they're valued because they're listened to because they're their parents, whoever that is, single mom, two parents, uh, whatever, okay, because they love them and they're there for them and support them and listen to them and they fucking show up, okay? Not because their mom buys them the newest Nike whatever's, you know what I mean? Like whatever the fuck it is, like you're, it doesn't make you a good mom because you bought them this, It makes you a good mom because you can sit down on the floor with them or at the table if you got a bad back like me, you know, sit at the table with them and play a game and talk to them. Okay. Those are the memories. Think about, think back about when you were a kid, you know, oh, I had the best parents because I had a name brand backpack. Who gives a shit? Maybe then it was really cool. Okay. Maybe you do value name brand things and there's nothing wrong with 